Hey guys, how's it going? This is uh, Brad Biggs with your local earshot podcast and 13th Step Tone Solutions. I'm here with Jonathan. Introduce yourself. It's, uh, Jonathan <laughs> Grissom with uh, More Bands Media and morebands.com. All right, we got a couple guests today. Yeah. I'm glad. Back in the rock and roll world, we, we, we took a little detour into the EDM world and and uh, that was fun. But <laughs> I, I definitely learned some new shit, man, because yeah. that's a whole nother. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's, yeah. I've uh, tried making it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky. We're here with Chad Carr from Soul Crisis. They're, uh, I would say, a flagship Oklahoma City band. They're, they're guys I've heard of. I haven't met, never met you personally, but I've definitely heard of the band yeah. and, and a couple of the singles. Uh, and uh, Johnny Hollis, is the band the Hollis? Just, it's Hollis. Just Hollis? Okay. Yeah, the name really, uh, I was going to go with Johnny Hollis, and then I was dating this girl, and she's like, why don't you just drop the Johnny and say the Hollis? I said, that's a pretty good idea. I think I'll do that. So, that's, and she's not my girlfriend anymore, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, how, I mean, how's it been the last year? I mean, um, well, right. I, 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 I kind of stumbled into this uh, album through a friend of mine here, Chad, and uh, We've been working on it for a while now, but we're taking our time and doing it right, and it's got some really good songs. And uh, What's the name I'm, of the album coming out? Painting My Eyes is the name of the album, and uh, I've got that from, a, I don't know if you've ever heard of Chris Whitley, but he's a kind of a folk artist. He's dead now, but uh, he wrote a song called Painting My Eyes. It was just a lyric called Painting My Eyes, but I thought it was a cool name, so I wrote a song around it, and, uh, and then I named my album after it. Cool. <laughs> Cool, man. That, actually, the painting my eyes, was, I used to wear mascara or an eyeliner when I went on stage. And I still do. <laughs> but anyway, just because cool. I wear that don't mean I can't kick your ass. Was the last was the last year being like kind of shut down giving you more room to breathe on it, yeah. you know, as far as songwriting or just making the thing all together? Kind of. Um, I lived up here in Edmond for 10 years, and I moved back to a small town, moved to a hometown, just to, so I could, could write, you know, and uh, got down there and... I worked up some new material, and it's, 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 I'm really happy. I'm more than happy with this album. It's really probably one of my, some of my best work, I think. You know. Cool. Yeah. Any, it has some good people working on it with me. When's it drop? Uh, any idea? Or? Chad, you take the. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I get oh, it done. So, man, let's get after it. Come on. Okay, so I think uh, here pretty shortly, it, it, it's going to drop. I think it, he just brings me songs every time he comes in. <laughs> we, we every time yeah. he's like, hey, check this new one out. I'm like, all it's right, like dude. <laughs> So, All right, we'll just add one more to the list. Song so, on it. so and then, then it always turns out, it's like, well, I think I want this guy and this guy and this guy mm-hmm. to play on it. And then, you know, we got to wait for all that to happen. So I think I think here in the next month or so, I mean, it's going to be, it's, we got to get it. We got to get I it out. I had this idea of probably, I think three years ago, I was sitting around and I, I wasn't in, in a band. I was still writing songs. And I thought, you know, what I really want to do is take my favorite local guitar players, you know, all, since I remember listening to music, and and put them on a, on a song, you know, pick handpick these songs for these guys that I think would sound good on, you know, and and that's what I did. And and everyone these guys are they're pretty good friends of mine. I've called and they they're happy. Just they come in and do it, no problem. They love it, and it's gonna be a, it's, it's it's an interesting interesting album because every song's mm-hmm. different. There's a song for everybody on this album. I, I like to think, you know, I, yeah, you know, and that's how we recorded it too. Yeah. Is like you know, you go to any big band out there, like they you, you go. Through their whole album, it sounds the same, right? Some of them. Uh, some of them. Some, some of sure. them. It, it's a formula. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is not like that. And then I want every single song to sound different, too. And I, I think it's just a cool mix. It's like yeah. the, with the, the Hell and High Heels song, which oh. we're not going to be playing right now because it's not finished, but... 
Good plug. We're, yeah, we're gonna yeah. do. Way we're to gonna go. do like. Yeah. A, uh, <laughs> oh, plug your song, Chad. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do like. Somebody's a, gonna name their song back. But we're gonna do like a a male version of it, from a male's perspective, and then we got Elizabeth Turner. Who's gonna do? Hopefully, she's she a singer for a band called Slovane, and that she's uh, a that name, I remember oh, that she's, name. she's mm-hmm. badass. But um, we're gonna have a version of it through her eyes. You know, know what okay. I mean? Like, a woman's, so if, a woman's if perspective. They, the two aren't gonna basically talk to each other. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be like that. It's gonna be like man's version, woman's version. I want the woman's yeah. version to be like a fight, fight song for women. You know what I mean? Because it's still, I don't know if I can cuss on the same. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 bullshit the way that women get treated still in society. It's, it's bullshit the way that. Well, it depends on it what woman you're with, man. That's true, but it's, it is it, it, just how they're looked at. It's it's bullcrap, you know. And you're right. So yeah. and that's kind of what I hope she comes through with this thing. With. Oh, well, is it changing? Is it like the same? Uh, is it the same theme of the song for both sexes, or is it the same melody with a different perspective? It's, it's the same melody. Yeah, with same melody. Yeah. Okay. Different lyrics, okay, cool. lyrics. You know and. Um, Sort of the Chad same. played me this groove on this song, and I was I, the first time I heard it, I was like, "That song is a fucking hit, man!" It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's that that type of. Song. It's probably the best song, gonna be the best song on the album, man. And uh, he gave me the song, the music to the song. I went home, two days. I come back with lyrics. He's like, "Dad, this dope. That's fucking dope, man!" And they're, I mean, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a good song. And I had Elizabeth come over and sing on flowers. A song. We're we gonna play that one. We're playing that one next. Oh, we're, we're playing. We, it? we can. Uh, you said can. you didn't want okay. to. But yeah. anyways, there's a song called Flowers that Elizabeth. We we do a duet on, and she's gonna uh, sing her womanized version of uh, Hill and High Hills. Mm-hmm. I guess. So, so it's gonna be cool. Like I said, there's a song for every type of person. There's a kind of a there's a metal, kind of a metal song. There's a country rock song. It's just pop song. I mean. Mm-hmm. And I didn't intentionally write it that way. It just kind of came out with the different guitar players playing on it. But they can all be played live by, by myself if I need to. You know? All my yeah. songs are written on an acoustic, you know, when I started out. Hey, if I can't play a song on that's acoustic, the true test I don't want to play it. You know? That's the true test of a song. Yeah. If it can't be played yeah. stripped down and still send a message, yeah. then you need to go back I, to the drawing board. Yep. I write all my songs on, a, on an acoustic guitar, you know, that, uh, my first guitar I ever had, you know. I was 21. And um, like I said, if I can't play it on acoustic, then I, I don't even want to play it. So um, that's it. I first started playing guitar. I, I didn't know how to do cover songs, so I, I automatically started writing my own songs. That's when I started writing songs. I can't I can't mess my song up. Nobody's gonna know mess it up, you know. My own song, I won't mess it up with a cover song. I'd mess up. I can't play it right, you know. But so that's what's that's that's, that's, songwriter right there, you know. This dude live, I mean, it it's almost flawless. And if there is a flaw, you won't know. I'll okay. know, but you won't know. <laughs> he will, but like he's yeah. really great live. I think one of the only uh, times I've seen you live yeah? was when I bef- not playing with you, but uh, right was at uh, OKC Poor Liquid Lounge. Yeah. what was that? A week ago? Yeah, yeah. A weekend ago, he got up there, and I mean, it was the opening, grand opening of the bar, packed house. Man, he did great, and everybody loved him. Country, and, like, country band went out there, a friend of mine, Chad the Chad. But Chad, Chad Todd Band. They were so cool. Just cha-cha. They let him Chad. jump on, and, and then actually Chad let him use yeah. his band. Gr- great guys. <laughs> just great, great guys. guys. Yeah. So, I, mean, he I just, was playing with his band, and it was like, they turned the crowd yeah. up. It was awesome. It was <laughs> chicks out there. I was like, hell, I'm going to for him. This dude is, Johnny's just killer live, man. Just, he I is love an entertainer. So, well, okay, do you have a band that you... I know a lot of different artists do it different ways. There's no like set success. At, at this moment, I don't have I don't have a band, but I know so many friends that play that I can I, I can form a band within a matter of minutes. Right, and okay. um, a good band at that. 
But uh, I will, when this album's done, I'll lock in on some, some, some members and we'll, we'll have the Hollis Band, the original Hollis Band, I guess you'd say. And he's going to be one of the members, I think. Yeah. Chad, <laughs> take that one. <laughs> I just made him one right now. <laughs> Chris and Chad, well, to Hollis, you know. I guess I'm taking you this far. He's, he's, I'm well, take you he's a member now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I've carried you this yeah. far. I'll carry yeah. you the rest I of the I love this guy. If it wasn't for this guy right here, this old man would be sitting at home, you know. Wishing I was playing and right, doing something, though, but I owe a lot to, to Brian Rundis and to uh, Chad here, man. Um, Chad Carr. I call him CC. Oh, that's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, I owe him a lot, man. It's is this crazy. is this like a debut for you as an artist, or have yeah, you been around uh, the block or showing your face or I was whatever? In several bands. I was in a band called the Velvet Hounds for about um, five years, and I was in No Jake Breaks, and and uh, but I just, you know, I, I was writing songs for those guys, but. It, I just wouldn't get what I wanted out of it. I wanted something, you know. But, uh, this is every song on this album is is my life, you know. I'm opening up my life to people. Um, you know, there's songs about drugs, you know, everything from women to drugs yeah. to, you know, that's life. Everything. You know? yeah. So <laughs> it's 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 and it's a really, you know, I I feel like um I can't think of what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> it just it's a good feeling to to write and, and, and do this with Chad, it's just been a great experience, and yeah. it's gonna be a, it's a great album. You can listen to every song on this album. I think and, I think there's there's a song for everybody, and everybody is. And, and everybody can connect to at least one of these songs. Yeah. Cool. Well, how long in the making has this been as far well, as songwriting? Been, like uh, songwriting now, been in your head for a while. Yeah. 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 Um, now I have I, during the, the making of this album, I have come up with songs during the making because they were so good. I thought that I had to show them to them, you know. And we've been you know. He's like, well, I thought we were, gonna, we're almost finished with that. Well, not now. we got a new song to do. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I'm totally down. Every song I, I, that I bring to just gets better and better. It's you just, never know. <clears throat> play it. When yeah. that door opens and the, it's coming, it's, it's coming because yeah. the door will close. That's right. It's, it is, man. I, the, you got, I know I have a good song. It's, it's done in about five minutes. It just comes out, you know, the words, the music, and, and uh, that's when you know you got a good one, you know. Mm-hmm. You just know oh, yeah. it. I just know it, you know. And yeah. I think all these songs were kind of like that. You know, there's there are a couple songs in there that I, I'd written 20 years ago. I call them they're timeless songs, you know. But um, Frank and Jesse. Yeah, I that wrote that song 20 something years ago, but it's brand new to the other people. It's uh, one of right. yeah, 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 yeah. brand new, you know. And uh, it was my first song I ever wrote, Frank and Jesse. And, That's uh, a good one. I love it. But, yeah, it's 20 20 something years old. It's mm-hmm. still get to play down in Bricktown. Matter of fact, yeah. But a bar called uh, some what's it called? Um, I can't think of the name of the bar down there. Uh, Army, Army Dog. Yeah, they still, oh, okay. it's still in rotation down there, man. It's crazy. I was in there having a drink one, one night watching uh, this band, uh, and uh, my song came over there. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't, I, that's my song, man. The Wormy Dog. My song, yeah. Wormy Dog yeah. isn't around anymore, though. Is, is it, it not around anymore? No, it's not. They closed it I did it not up. know that. Thank I think you for I remember me. the plot. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, okay. but... Yeah, they, I think, they, they, uh, the, the bars, the, the the seats were like saddles. Yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> those are cool. Man. I think I think COVID. Got I did them. not know that. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. COVID. Okay. Got it, it was either yeah. that or it was before COVID. It was a cool bar make... though. Yeah. See you, Wormy yeah. Dog. Sorry. Well, I know uh, JJ's downtown is still a big spot. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I played there one one time. I played there. It's like the acoustic show mm-hmm. I did up there one mm-hmm. night. Real small place, and he's gonna go upstairs. Yeah, they got kind, of, kind of crazy. It's cool, but yeah, yeah I, I like used to place. hang out there all the time yeah. just to listen to the acoustic players yeah. that came. In. I mean, there's some good people that came and played there. It's kind of like the deli here in the Nor- in Norman. I love that. This place has been around forever, but I've seen a lot of good acts in that place, man. And and uh, 
there's some sleeper cells out yeah. there. I try to tell people that. I'm like, Oklahoma has a oh, man. huge talent pool, Oh, man. But it's so spread out. And a lot of the talent is geared more towards your country music just yeah. because of that's yeah. the demographic. But at the same time, there's there's have a pretty thriving electronic music scene that I didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, the rock and roll scene is, you know, like I said, between Soul Crisis, Aranda, and Hinder, as far as flagship Oklahoma City rock bands that's kind of the bigger names you know and i actually got to see aranda yeah. saturday and i know speaking of aranda yeah, yeah dude got those are aranda. The, he's coming okay. on to play on a song with mine coolest too. dudes yeah. um damien is one of the, he's 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 a great singer a guitar player a friend he's a he's a he's just he's one of the best here in oklahoma parts i mean i think and, he, and, he, and i'm honored to have him play on this album man it's just it's gonna be crazy he's it's gonna be good. That's awesome, man. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I was, I, I heard, gosh, it was like a month ago, and that was one of our episodes. They actually announced that they were in the studio, and after, I mean, they, they really went through the ringer with everything, and, and I was just happy to see that they're yeah. back in the saddle. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like Lost you said, the drummer, and uh, that was. Yeah. Know. And it, you know, and, and like Gabe, I said yesterday, Gabe and Damien sing so well together, man. It's it's amazing. They put on a great show. Yeah. They do. Like, wow. And they give everything. They, they give everything they got. <laughs> yeah. to get On that stage, yes. man. And uh, Damien's a great guy. I'm, I'm glad he's gonna be. He's gonna be coming in Saturday to play, to record with some lead work on Flyers that has oh, Elizabeth, yeah. Elizabeth Turner in it. It's an all star kind of album. It <laughs> is. In Oklahoma. And I think it's so yeah. cool that like like Elizabeth come in. Yeah. And, and she just kind of. That song flowers she just kind of yeah. she kind of took it and, and made well, her part I, her own and it, it, it was just a great i had that song writing. written lyrically and everything and we, we recorded it and my, my good friend ben matthews plays drums on it and um and i had this song lyrically written and i got to thinking you know i was singing some some highs or, or i was gonna try to harmonize with myself on that and i thought i got this friend of mine she's she's a really good singer why don't i have her come in and write a verse, you know, from the woman's point of view of the of this song, and and she so she should come in and rewrote a verse of it, and um, we uh, did, did some harmonizing, and it man, it's turned out really good, man. Yeah. And Damien's playing on that that same song, so. Well, shit, I might have to it's get gonna, my acoustic and play the song. I, I mean, it sounds it's like great, a hell of a song. It's a great song, man. It really is. <laughs> yeah. It's a great song. Well, I mean, let's listen to one of the. What do we got coming up? Uh, the the painting my eyes. We can listen this, to that one. Yeah, this song here is. Uh, Another friend of mine, Otis Watkins, he just recently passed away, and uh, and that uh, I had him. He come in, I guess, two months ago. Was it Chad? He come so, over. Yeah, something like that. He's an Oklahoma legend, man. Um, and uh, he come over happily, come over, recorded some lead part, lead part on this song, and uh, it's, Shared, it's it's it, it's up. a beautiful song. I mean, it's a rock and roll song, but it means something to me, you know, having Otis on there. He's one of the guys when I come to town. That I looked up to and and still do. You know? So I guess this is a Painting swan lines. song in a way, huh? Was this his last recording? This is his last this, recording. This, I wow. think it was. Yeah, it was. yeah, it really was. I'm doing a when I'm playing a benefit show, benefit show uh, for him tonight, actually. And uh, where's that at? This is going to be at the VFW uh, 4605 South Penn. Is where it's at. You know? Okay, cool. Uh, Chad's going to be there too. Yeah. But it's for Otis, and uh, this song here is for Otis, and I love him. I wish he was still here. All right, let's hear it.
That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I got to mention Travis uh, Upshaw. Uh, he played drums on that track. And I was probably 15 years old when I first met this guy. And uh, I just come knocking on his door. Uh, a friend of mine said that they were at a band. I come knocking on his door. He opens the door with a bottle of Jack and said, Who are you, man? <laughs> and uh, I told him, Man, I just want to play drums, you know. And uh, that's how I met that guy. I played drums in a band with him for when I was 16 to probably 18. And he... And I brought him back, you know, to be on my album. It's kind of like a full circle thing, you know. And uh, I'm real happy to have him on there too. He's a he's a real good friend of mine. So that goes after you, Bub. I call him Bub. Hey, Bub. I'm all love for him. shout outs, man. Anybody, I love yeah. that. Yep. <laughs> That's cool that you got so many different people on there too. Friends I mean, and, and yeah, it's, it's great, man. It's gonna. I mean, if you say it's a different song to song, you got, that's how a lot of those collaboration ones yep. are. One of my favorite ones is Slashes. That first one he did on his own. It's every song is totally different players so every song feels like yep, a totally feels different yeah, band yeah it does man you know so that's how awesome. that's how this has been too you know every song is just you know every, these guys all bring something different and that's what I wanted and that's what we got and that's what the people are going to get yeah, I think it's going to really be I mean it, if, if, if it'll catch on if it, should, it needs to be heard you know I think you know it's that good mm -hmm. I, I'm proud of it I'm not bragging, but I love to boast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. Oh, y'all been able? You've been able to get any reps in, like through COVID? I know there ain't been a whole lot of places open. Any what? Any of the reps in? Any just gigs or whatever? Uh, man, I, I, I'm kind of like right now. I'm concentrating on getting this done, and then I'll, the rest of the, uh, will come later. I'll play these shows here and there. For you know, if I got one that somebody wants me to do, I'll do. Uh, I can do. I, I, I like playing acoustic shows, but it's hard to grab a crowd by yourself i mean i have it's just it's an intimate thing when you play acoustic stuff and um but i ha i can get them i can get them by the balls but i'd rather have play with the band as the energy and the and it's, it's a lot better with the band you know? yeah i will say for probably like an acoustic player or like somebody that could go to like jj's alley and stuff but i yeah. you know covid right since the bars have kind of opened back up i would say that you know, it's it's gotten a little better for people like it's that. It's chart like, pickup. Like know. for me, Soul Crisis wise, nah. Mm -hmm. Like we oh, we're yeah. still not. I mean, yeah. there's there's places we can go, but you know, it's. I'm sick of that COVID. Yeah, yeah you, man. You, you got to get the wheels yeah. greased uh, with the whole thing. Did any of you guys catch the bars? Did, 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 did I ever have it? No, one of the guys, the other guy we kind of working with on this did. I got it, man. I had it. My yeah. wife, she yeah. worked on the hospital floor with COVID patients. I know this. It's, it's fucking real, though. It's real. It. It's a real deal, dude. It's real. <laughs> I think I had it before it hit, really. I, did, I feel I like did I was, too, like, I had some of those yeah. symptoms, but I didn't lose the taste or I didn't, taste I didn't, and smell. I had, a headache, I had a headache for about two days, and I had a cough for about three or four days, a dry cough, and I didn't get out of bed. I had no energy, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't get tested, per se, but I know I had it. Gut feeling, you say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I well, I mean, it, it, there's been so many broad oh god this from death to mm -hmm. the snivels yeah, yeah like yeah. what the fuck man it's crazy a friend of mine's mom got it she has no symptoms at all you know yep. it's crazy like, a lot of the guys a lot of my guys at work that you know lost taste smell that was it and i don't get deathly sick though yeah hmm. but i do remember because they one kid came in and was like hey man i can't taste your smell he came into the office trailer, like, i can't taste your smell like, get the fuck out of here man so then i had to quarantine because of that oh, what a oh, pissed. you should have farted in his face and said you can smell that huh? what are you doing <laughs> go home here yep. 
You don't I, watch the news? Like, no. I'd be the last one clued in to not taste or smell. I like, I don't know if I wouldn't even notice that right away. Yeah, I don't know if I would either. Yeah, I think you probably would. <laughs> you went I, to the uh, restaurant to order something today, man. Uh, well, this hamburger yeah. don't taste like a hamburger. Well, I, like cardboard. I actually, um, <laughs> like over the whole, whole pandemic, I would wake up in the morning. And I'd walk in the bathroom and I would like smell the soaps and stuff to make sure that I could smell every day because I was like, because the moment I read that I was like, oh, so the first thing, the the one thing that everybody has in common is taste and smell. I'm like, so I'm like, I open up my fridge, I'll eat something and I'll like smell stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Let's start well, my day. I, like, I mean, probably three, two or three years ago, I had a real bad cold, and I remember kind of losing my, my taste, you know. And, uh, man, that sucked, man. It's like mm-hmm. everything you ate was just like cardboard. You never <laughs> know. I don't know. I got yeah. my theories on it. Yeah. Everybody That's a does. different show. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. We, we were talking about we'll we save that for another show. show. Well, we should, uh, well, it was like we should start a show called Conspiracies with John. Because then it's just like we could just talk well, about random stuff. It's a good thing we all got our invisible masks on right now. You know? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing we're all wearing our invisible masks. They haven't come out with those yet, but we got them. Yeah, we got them. Top secret. <laughs> fancy. Top secret. Well, it's kind of like airplane, you know? The invisible airplane. It's crazy. It's like you can't see it. And you can you can almost like breathe air and oxygen without it. Like, well, well. Uh, one thing I, I, one, one thing I resolved for myself. What have you been smoking? A long time ago was to I'm not gonna live in fear day to day. You can't. And something can't, like man. something like that, a disease, a, a virus, COVID. It's an abstract fear, and yeah. it's it's a controllable fear, and that's yeah. the scary part. And a lot of the media constant coverage. Yeah. Panic it just scares the shit out of people. Yeah. Panic. And Blow it pandemic. up over nothing. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. If you can get enough people to be scared yeah. of it. I mean, wasn't the swine flu in that? I mean, it was worse than this. Really? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I got it. I mean, uh, back Physiologically, then was, I mean, yeah. But I'm saying they didn't make it. didn't blow up. You know, I don't understand that part of the... Of the uh, is it political? Or what is it? I don't know. whole world's a stage, Let's man. don't talk about politics. <laughs> yeah, just don't, don't do that. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. politics or not, it's, you never let a good tragedy go to waste. Yeah. You know, that's the... I yeah. just... I at, like least keep, at least in the Black Plague or something like I, that. I like you know. to keep one thing in mind, and that's society... Is made up. It's made up bullshit. That's what it is. Well, it is. It's all made up. It's made up by us people. Yeah. So I mean, think about that for a second. You know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's made up. It's, yeah. That's all it is. Well, you know, uh, we can make more shit up too. Something yeah. that uh, something that we used to talk about inside the military was like whenever something crazy would happen in the service and somebody would do something nuts, you know, like a shooting or or any type of event, uh, people would come out and be like, like. I don't understand. They're they're service members. They're in the military, and we'd all go. Yeah. Totally get it. We also <laughs> yeah. we also grew up in every single city in America. We're from you guys. Yeah. Like we're from everybody in society. So we come from all walks of life. So we we all come from that. It means if somebody had a mental disorder that didn't get diagnosed before they went in, and they went nuts while they were in, something drew them to go nuts. Mm-hmm. And whenever they went nuts. Uh, you know what? People in society go nuts all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, this person right. did that, you know, because they're, I mean, yeah, I'm on the verge of society. Right like, I'm on the verge of cat right now, man. Yeah. Edibles, you know. We'll do that to you. Just no. say no. <laughs> oh, my God. Yesterday we saw dare, a dare, dare guy standing outside of a Dollar General that was next to a pot shop. Oh my God! It was the best what, thing what, ever. What, 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 what'd you say, man? It was a it was a dare <laughs> cop. He's outside of Dollar General, and there ain't nobody coming to him. That is hilarious. And next door is a pot shop. We pull into the pot shop. We're like, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he lost. That's great, man. <laughs> Wrong block, bro. Get up the street, man. Oh, my God. Say no to coke and heroin, kids. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Arr. Yes. See? Well, I mean, as far as the mask thing, though, I mean, my thing, whether my thoughts on it, whatever they are, if I'm on somebody else's property or they're putting on a yeah. show for us, if they have rules, I'm going to yeah. abide by them. You got to respect that, man. Mm -hmm. You have to do that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I've seen guys blow up. I'm not wearing no fucking mask. Yeah. Not, come yeah, on, dude. Come on. You know, yeah, you're getting like fucking. You're getting gas. Get put your fucking mask on. Get out of the way. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, yeah, you gotta respect that. other people. You know, too. You know. I hate wearing them, but I'll do it if I have to. That's that's how we yeah. were. When we yeah. we seen a couple gigs at the Diamond towards the end of last year, and it was all super strict and mask and this, that, and the other. But everybody seemed to mind their P's and Q's pretty yeah. well. Everybody had their own little group. You know, yeah. and, and now you know now it's, everybody's trying to make money off. They're coming out these customized masks and these, <laughs> but these turtle yeah. coolers and sh I don't know what the fuck all they got. But it's crazy though. Everybody will make money off of something tragedy or not. They're gonna try to make money off of yep. it. You know, but they will. It's insane. Opportunity. Yeah. Yep. So. It's nature of the beast, I guess. Yep. <laughs> it is. <laughs> For the it's love the nature of, of society, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the song lately? Um, says it here is you just played with uh, Ike Lamb. Yeah, Ike How'd Lamb. Another. Um, I come to Norman here and probably went to an OU game when I was probably 14 years old, 15. And uh, they used to have, do they still have bands playing during like halftime or before the show or before the game? They used to have like an old O'Brien's. Not that I've. They used to have a band. They used to have bands on a trailer or something. They'd play before the before oh, the game. Okay, outside. And then your halftime, they played. You know, and uh, everybody just kind of partied outside, right? And uh, I remember my dad took me to this OU game and. Uh, I've seen this band playing called Stiff Richard, man. Another friend of mine, Irish uh, Gibson, play, he plays for us. Uh, he sings, he used to sing for him. Stiff Richard, hence the name Stiff Richard. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was quite cool myself, you know. And this guy, he's up here, he's wailing on this guitar, man. I mean, he's got jet black hair. And I was like, I want to fucking do that right there, man. And he has a crowd around and he's just ripping it. His name was Ike Lamb. And I ran across him 30, 25 years later. I, we were, were become friends, you know, and. I call him up. I said, hey, man, you want to play on this song? I got him to sing this song, see if you can do something with it. He comes over to the studio, and the song turned out like this. It didn't, it didn't sound nothing like that, and he come along, and he totally, and it's great. It's a great fucking yep. song. And, uh, yeah, I, I actually, he plays on two two songs. He plays on uh, uh, Demons, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Demons, so, Drugs, and Do we got that? We can play that one, too? Demons? Uh, we can play whatever you want to play, mm -hmm. man. Um, I'll have to dig it up. Okay. You might but anyway, yeah, Ike Lamb, great guy. Um, guitar great, only, or did he contribute he, elsewhere? Uh, yeah, just guitar. He did some mm -hmm. uh, um, lead parts and some rhythm parts, and he just re he re he he did the melodies. Yeah. He did the melodies in this song, and then Amazing. he did the solo. Amazing, yeah. So all the lead parts are him. Cool. And then I think I, and I did funny the rhythm. Shit, the guy's fucking funnier now. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, funny. He's good up, dude. Man. I love him. So yeah, Ike Lamb. He's on lately, you know. In another, here he is. Here's cool, yeah, let's check it out. Is. Lately, featuring Mike or Ike Lamb. Yes. Uh, also played with Watermelon Slim. My Watermelon Slim. So.
That was lately. That was awesome. That was good. Yeah, thank I you. Like that. That was good I really like the guitars. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. I like that we can cuss on this show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I fucking say fuck all the fucking hey, time. Man, so bad like my wife she was like all right i'll tell you what it's just easier to teach our son what good and bad words are than it is okay here's a question for you guys who made these words bad who made fuck bad who made shit bad i mean who 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 said that's a bad word you can't say that i don't we did where did it come from society (laughs) we did again made up shit (laughs) that's crazy isn't it yeah fuck them (laughs) yeah Yeah, I mean, if you don't like to hear me, you don't get cussing and get the fuck out, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's how I've it's gotten It's just nature to me. As I've gotten older, I've, I've realized I've got a lot of acquaintances, but very few actual <laughs> yeah. friends. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. goodbye there, man. But I think I got, same I'm way. counting them on my, on my, I'm, these, these two, ten fingers here. <laughs> two fingers. Hey, no, no, two fingers. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Sorry. what's the plan going forward? You guys plan any like touring spots, or are you just gonna finish we're this just, and just see what work. happens? Our main goal finish is this? to get this album. And if I just quit writing songs, I think we can get we can finish it. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> no. We can still record yeah. them. We'll yeah. we yeah. finish this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, definitely. We get them recorded, but yeah, it's gonna we're gonna drop this mother out pretty soon, and um, I'm gonna get it's gonna be vinyl. I'm gonna do some vinyl press. Mm-hmm. Man. I want I want something you can actually hold in your hand. Yep. Because I remember when I was a kid, I used to get these records, man. I'd, I'd be excited about getting a record. You open it up, you know, there's, you know, pictures and all the shit. And you read the things, the thing, you know, people, they think. And I, I've always loved getting albums, man. And that's just, you know, and they're coming back, man. Vinyl's yeah, coming back. Vinyl. I don't know if they ever actually went away. They may not have been. I mean, no, I mean, it's just getting more popular but my now. Friend, For sure. I mean, a lot of my friends, they just listen to records and shit and like, they like the way it sounds, man. People miss that. But analog, I'm pretty lazy, though. But I mean, analog sound, man. It has, yeah. a, it has it t- a certain mid-tone, like a warmth. Yeah, it does to it. That's different. That, and you could physically hold a record in your hand. I love that. You know, that's one of my big things. Is when yeah. everything, I mean, everything started to go digital. I've hell, I still buy CDs, but I do too. It's more rare and yeah. rare. But it's it's like you know, you're one power outage or one dead battery away from losing all that. All your songs. Like yeah. I want something tangible. I liked it. That I can hold, hold with my hands that I spent my money so you can on. Sign at a show or whatever, you know. <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's ultimately where it's all going to go, though. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just, like, like we were talking. I'm not. I don't know if I can say the name of the company that. Uh, well, we'll just go and say Stephen Slate Digital. Yeah, I've already that, that talked stuff. to him before. Yeah. Uh, I told him that you. The yeah. That told me all it. it is, I mean, you know, it's a it's a digital thing, but. Uh, you know, he emulates, like, the old SSL consoles. And, I mean, it is just pristine sounding. But it still has that digital, yeah. you know, right. crisp, crispness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, and you go, you switch back. That's why a lot of people still use, like, those old SSL consoles and then go through an ADAT system and then to care. the computer. But you still get that analog circuitry yeah. that's where you get that well it makes recording a lot easier i'll tell you that man you know yeah <laughs> oh, sure. i mean you can oh. you can do a lot I, more. I love analog yeah. tube amps i love mm-hmm. loud yep. marshals yep. but if yeah. you're in a hot streak oh, in the studio God, and then you turn that amp off at the end of the day yep, yep. you're never it's you never gonna sound, sound no, nope, you won't, you won't. <laughs> so that's why i use a, all all of this every last bit of this is our songs have been done with uh you know, digital, modeling software, or digital, or, digital or like, model, yeah, modeling like software with that uh, mm-hmm. Stephen Slate stuff, and I, I, 
If I could, I'd promote that guy. <laughs> you I, know, I, I mean, th it's I, amazing what he's doing because you pay monthly for it. Ten years ago, uh, I you don't say, pay thousands yeah. of dollars for it, and then mm -hmm. it's yours. Like you get, you get everything that I, every time it updates, yep. every time you add something to it. As long as you're paying your subscription, you get everything, and he gives you like schooling stuff. You know, there's like an oh, academy. Cool. So, well, like like it's drum great. tracks, man. Like um, ten years ago, I would have said I, I fucking hate electric drums, man, but. I guarantee you, you cannot tell the, the fucking difference, man. Those um, are all electric drums. Drum, electric drums. Yes, wow. everyone. Using, using uh, SSD5, Steve, Steve yeah. Slate drums. He just takes it. The real drum sounds, right? Yeah, he just, just record. Right. Just MIDI. Just but I mean, you, I could nice play electronic. You, in front of anybody, and they, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference, man. And, huh. and, it's, and they're not loud when we record. You know, record middle of the night if you want to. And mm -hmm. uh, the neighbor's not going to complain. It's wild how, how fast things Oh, technology's elevate, just you know? crazy. Crazy, dude. Yeah, I remember when the digital emulation stuff came out. I remember days six of the, pods and yeah, all that. I remember days of the like four crap. track, dude, before you're born. Yeah. <laughs> four track. I used to do all my shit on the four track, man. Hey, man, I still I have one of those. Shit. I, I still have one of those. It, it's a Tascam. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah, like yeah. what you got there. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, it has the cassette you put a cassette player oh wow on it. that is mode and uh it's got eight eight tracks and you can yeah. do eight tracks on that but he, yep. if you start like is if it, you it, if you screw up a bunch and you like tape yeah, over also, it you gotta change the tape also, out yeah. <laughs> it seemed like every instrument you record, put on there is, it lowers the level of something you know, mm -hmm. to me it's to weird yeah. but it's still tape and like yeah i know a lot of that thing i can't remember what it costs i got it for christmas yeah. for my parents one year but uh, I still have it and stuff like that is going for sale like crazy wow. right? because people want that analog sound yep. like that it, it has its own sound yeah. well, let them have it's it. not a great sound they ain't recording <laughs> well, and you know for continuity yeah. purposes you know I, as I can agree or disagree with it the, the way things are going is digital mm -hmm. it's just yeah. getting so oh, good yeah. at this point because I remember yeah. I was introduced to a Pro Tools rig when I was doing studio work and it was it wasn't first generation but it wasn't as good as it is now well, either yeah. but they, it actually had a picture of the amp head mm -hmm. you know have marshall yep. or orange or whatever mm -hmm. and you selected it and then it brought yep. up the control panel yep. and you mm -hmm. got to turn the knobs yep. and when yep. you heard it back through the board it uh, his system got you got pedals you, can, you got any kind of pedal you want to use any kind of drum head that would do you want to use yeah. for your drums um, yeah, and it it's insane like man yeah. i mean yeah. and then 14. you got shakers like and 14. Anything you want is on there, man. Months, that's yeah, what's 14, great about it. Yeah. You ain't got to go to the music store and buy it anymore. Yeah. Can you hit it right there? But it's just good and bad, you know? But, you know? like, you can't have, like, for drums, you can't have a crappy electronic kit. Like, mine is... Yeah. You got a good... Lisa. It's an Alyssa's yeah. uh, Chrome Crimson 2. I love it. Which is the mesh heads with the trampoline uh -huh. material. And, like, I think the cymbals, like, the ride has three different hit points. So you can do bell, you can smash it, or you can tap it. Oh, cool. Triggers so, on it, yeah, and then like it. so it's very sensitive, and when it throws that MIDI into your computer, like it gives those velocities and all that articulation, yep. and it it just it. They're you good. Gotta have that. They're you good. gotta have a good kit yeah. to make it work. Don't get right. me wrong. Drum sounds are hard. It, tracking the drum, drums are hard to get a good sound with with, with, with well, acoustic live, drums. Yeah. Man, it's so hard to and get you, sound. And your your drummer has to be on point. Uh, yeah, like. Cause you can't to edit all that. Cause I've tried it. Oh. Like I, originally, mm -hmm. like that uh, song lately, our, our buddy Brian did that one, and I, that was live track drums. But I sound replaced with uh, another Steven Slate yep. <laughs> product. Exactly. But uh, yeah, you, you know, I sound sound replaced all the shells, kept the the overheads. I mean, the dude still got to keep a beat. Go you know? He still got to keep a beat. Yeah. But you uh, got to edit. You have to make sure that you do 
every single track. Mm -hmm. You know, because you do two overheads, all the shells, everything, but you have to do everything at one time. Cutting oh, and splicing Otherwise, shit, you get out man. of phase. Remember that? Weird. Imagine yeah. the days of cutting and splicing. I shit. took a, uh, when I was in college, one of our wow. classes was uh, digital audio tape recording, yeah. and then we also did the intro to digital, because at that yeah. time it was still brand new. Yeah. But yeah, we got to splice tape but, and do all you know, that shit. You had the scene cool. back in the 70s and 60s. You had the scene, you know. You had the scene, they didn't yeah. have a bunch of effects and shit and no. tunes, tuner shit you put on people's voices. And, you know, you had to sing. No, back you then. had to sing yeah. good. Which and, that's what I do on, on my album. <laughs> <laughs> the Hollis album is all real singing. There's no phony bullshit on it. It's me. <laughs> actually, actually, like I've, I've gone to edit his vocals and uh, using Melodyne. And, like, it's, it's pretty crazy how he's pretty spot on how, well, most of the way through. Like, yeah. I mostly use it for timing correction yeah. than I do anything. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, and I kind of tend to agree that both can coexist, and they're just useful in different arenas, is the digital and the analog thing. And the guitar players are usually the worst, like you probably know, <laughs> yeah. about yeah. their gear and, mm -hmm. you know, this, that. And it's like, oh, analog is this way, and this is what I'm sticking with, or digital is this way, and this is what I'm sticking with. And uh, me, I've been both. I'm like, if I'm bringing something to the stage... I'm getting a loud tube amp. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. there's, there's just yeah. no replacing mm -hmm. that. If mm -hmm. I'm going digital, if I'm going to the studio though, I'm gonna have to probably opt for a lot of digital rigs just because like yep. continuity and editing, like you're saying. Time set up. I mean, loading and unloading. Loading, unloading, <laughs> set yeah, micing. A, you get yeah. into micing, yep. and and that's get, another story. Get micing yeah. them up. Yeah. See, what's funny is like you can do, you know, you can do one direct mic into the speaker, and then you can do like a room mic. Mm -hmm. But the distance between those two is Makes, where you get out of your yeah. phase and then you got to go line that shit up and but you know if you use the digital amp which sounds just as good and then throw some reverb on it whatever. everybody's like well, what are you bringing i said bring your guitar that's all you need that's really you need. i said just bring your guitar man i've had some, had some of those old dogs come in yeah. And, and, yeah like otis yeah he was like i was gonna do yeah. this <laughs> i said bring your guitar that's all you trust me on this just like i got a handful of stuff yeah. outside like he pulls up his road band i'm like holy shit he's fucking old with him man he gets out his mind he gets out opens the sliding door open and fucking 15 guitars in it cases and shit i'm like god damn i said we only need two guitars or three you know of course, I grabbed the guitar for him out of respect. I grabbed his shit and I carried it in for him. You know, I didn't want the king. That motherfucker is the king, man. And uh, that was great. So he comes uh, wheeling at it. And Chad's out wheeling up there at the studio. And, oh, that door opens up and like a fucking oh, oh shit in there. It's awesome. Hey, awesome. Some people can find a balance to do it in the studio. And mm -hmm. one yeah. of the ones I've noticed a lot was Slash with his solo stuff. Oh yeah, like he does a, an analog and a, he he can kind of mm -hmm. he just does it mm -hmm. both. He uses you can both. do it both ways, yeah. Yep. And, and, and that's how the pros do it. They yeah. do, you know, uh, split split the signal coming out of the guitar. One goes yep. directly in, you don't listen to that one. And then one goes to your amp, and then they mic it. You could go either way. So you can actually reamp at that point. Like all the stuff we do, I could go into a big studio, which I was trying to do. Yeah. But they were like, nah, man. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you could go into a studio and reamp it. With whatever amp you want to use mm -hmm. and whatever mic, like I could, I could pay somebody and go into a studio and just take the stuff and like play it back from the computer into an amp. They make that, yep. and it, it works. I've done it. Mm -hmm. Wow, and that's that's one thing. Like remember the fire at CBS a few couple years ago? Lost all these masters, mm -hmm. and I'm like, people don't understand. Like it, it, in the '60s and '70s when all these great albums were made, like that master copy is 
the master the copy. Master right. copy. They don't yeah. understand. It's not. You grow up in a digital world where you can just recreate. It's on a, it's, it, it ain't that way yeah, nope. back then. Uh-oh. You know, and, nope. and, and you're gonna lose all of that. Like you, that won't ever be the same. Yeah, you, you'll only hear the a warp. digital recreation of those songs from now yep. on. Yep. And I don't know. It's just, I, I, I to me, it, it was like, damn, that's a huge loss. Most people they don't really don't get, get it. Focus. I guess that's the funny thing too. <laughs> people like John, you. Johnny, we're the ones that'll notice that, but the mass population won't notice the fucking they, don't, yep. they won't notice. They don't, that, you know, it's not something they notice. I'm you not gonna say it's at, not something they care about, but it, you know, it's just not something they notice. You, not, you see that at yeah. rock and roll gigs, just yeah. with the guitar players alone, uh-huh. they'll do a simple tapping lick. That's it's not complicated. It does take a little tricks to pull off, but you know, sometimes that those those gimmicks and showmanship can. Yeah, you don't have Far to play out. that solo yeah. exactly the way you know. Yeah. Nah, man, people aren't going to notice that. Nope. Yeah. I've learned that. I've had to tell myself that throughout the years. It's yep. like, go up there and have a good time. And nope, play do the fucker note. Do it right. right. Yeah, 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 you don't yeah. have to do that. I, Just none of my play. cover songs are exactly how I don't play them anything like the artist plays with music. I'll do them my way. Like, oh, dude, cover I, song, I'll play them my way. You know? I've been totally in the wrong key on a solo before, and people are still like, oh, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> as long as you look energetic, man, they're with you. Yeah, they don't give a Make a lot of noise. Just, uh, and just, I totally play that. <laughs> yeah. Bang your head yeah, around. Yeah. I like, don't know. Oh, he, can't, I, he can't play good anyways. He's banging his I'll head. I'll show you how that's good tonight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I do it really well. Yeah. I don't that's know. it. I've had the opposite too, where I've had gigs where I was fucking up so bad, I actually looked at the sound guy and I was like, <laughs> "Just cut me, take me out of the mix, cut me." One time I was playing a song with this group, man. I, I, I totally fucking forgot the songs. I just turned my fucking volume yep. off and acted like I was playing the fuck out of it. You know, <laughs> nobody fucking even knew, man. I was like, "Here you go." <laughs> one really good one for you. Riley's gonna hate me, but so uh, our bass player couldn't make a show. I can't remember what. Who we were playing with? We were playing the Diamond Barroom with somebody, somebody, some national band. But uh, our bass player couldn't make it. I so think it's Barry Manilow, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was, <laughs> of course. Yeah, he's metal, right? Okay. So we had a uh, we had our friend Todd come up, Todd. and he does not know how to play an instrument for nothing. Like, I mean, he could play a little guitar, but we just slapped a bass on him. Didn't even plug it in. Yeah, and he blues. just went up there and rocked it out, man. <laughs> 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 no bass player on time. Oh, oh, my God. Like, Nobody tonight, noticed. No, yep. Tonight, <laughs> all the songs are in <laughs> E. Yeah, all, all, all the songs are in E. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, yeah, so that, that was when we played dope. Uh, dope. And uh, the, because um, I went to that show and I saw them there. Man, and, uh, dope. I haven't but heard it, of that. That's played, been a while. Uh, yeah. but, you know, but the, the, um, the guy that plays in Dope, there's a conspiracy theory because the, the, the show that he played was like the... Um, it was, was it was static. It was, it was static. Oh, X. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a static X show. Yeah. But like the thing is, is that like people, there's a theory. That he got busted. The guy from Dope, yeah. He got busted. Everybody knows the tattoos. X, and everybody knows that. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. It's like my tattoos. I could never commit a crime. Like these, there's not a lot of people that have these tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but I couldn't either. My name's on. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that it was. It wasn't me. That was really cool what they did for with, with the static. I, I thought guys. so too, and and dude, I was in high school when that uh, Wisconsin it. Death Trip dropped, mm-hmm. and then yeah, oh man, yeah, dude. that they was were the great. new they metal were days were yeah. that was when the shit was popping. But what's funny is that same show. Uh, I got I got wasted at that show <laughs> after we got done playing and stuff, and uh, I thought so. Drowning Pool played that show too. Oh, and, cool! Yeah, uh, yeah, a little short yeah. story when we played on that tour, we played Trees in Dallas, 
the guitar player was there, and then we went to another bar and hung out with him. I don't remember much of it, but <laughs> well, that's so experience, Chad. Yeah. Back, back here at this show with Dope and Static X, uh, after the show was over, I seen that I thought I saw the guitar player hanging out there by the bathrooms looking at guitars, and I was like, "Hey, man, how's it going? It was it's good to see you again. I, you know, I remember seeing you we were on tour of the Head PE, whatever." He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, man. No, nah, dude, that was a bass player for freaking Static X. <laughs> How do you screw that up? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so like, I just uh, met this uber famous guy. No, it's <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 Static X's bass player is like a caricature. Yeah, like, he's yeah. instantly recognizing. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the same shit, so man. I've done the oh same fucking shit, man. But like I shook his hand and was talking to him for a minute. My uh, singer Riley he came. He was like, "Hey, come on, come on, man, come on, get out of here." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Let's get serious." You've like, overstayed your welcome, sir. You've overstayed your welcome. Get it's out. Like, you know he wrote pretty much every song, yeah. right? Like, oh my god. <laughs> man, I, I'm not one that I've met celebrities and and a, a few of my f most famous rock stars uh, or most favorite rock stars or most influential ones, and I, I rarely get starstruck. Who you met? Slash was about the oh, only guy. Oh, you met Slash? Uh, you met fucking Slash? Yeah. Oh, it's wow. about the only guy that, that I was like, holy shit. He, he's in all. I, mostly because it wasn't in a meet and greet situation. Yeah. It was just, man, ran, I got it, ran I, into him. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, that catches you off guard. Because yeah. it's one thing yeah. to pay to meet right. somebody, you know. But. Yeah, that's not the real. I got a story for you guys. Go for it. I was watching the news one morning in my underwear, as usual, and uh, I seen Paul Stanley was on, on live here in Oklahoma City. And I thought, Paul Stanley from Kiss. Well, they've just opened that restaurant up, uh, Rock and oh, Bruce. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce. He's yeah. talking, and I, I automatically looked over. I grabbed my boots, my pants, shirt, I, and I hauled ass down. I lived like a mile and a half from that restaurant. So I hauled ass down there. I get there, and I'm thinking there's going to be tons of people, people there. I'm not going to be able to meet him or nothing. I get there, and there's four vans, media vans, and that was it. And I was like, I talked to one of the guys there just doing some, some coverage on news for him. He goes, yeah, I mean, he's fixing to come out. So... Lo and behold, Paul Stanley comes out. Gene Simmons comes out. And I'm the only dude there, only fan there. I could not believe it. So I got to meet Gene and Paul. It's like meeting Paul Bunyan or something. You know, I got fucking... <laughs> I, was, I, I go... I'm, I'm like a Johnny Appleseed. I, I, I got my fucking guitar with me. Like, who's that? Is your name I'm George like, Washington? Paul, you sound like... Can you sound like a dork? I mean, I was just like... Kid. I felt like a fan. I mean, like a dork. I was a fucking dork, man. Yeah. And uh, he's like, man, I can't... I'm not signing anything right now. We're going to have a meet and greet. And I was like, meet and greet. So anyway, so I stuck around and I'm, I got my phone. I'm taking pictures, you know, and it's media. And Gene and Paul, and they're, you know, eating their food, promoting their new restaurant, right? And as I'm taking pictures of them, this lady comes up and goes, Sir, you're going to have to leave. Uh, you're not with the media. And I was like, really, man? I said, These, I said I'm a huge. And Gene, I swear to God, Gene Simmons looks right at me, looks at that woman. He goes, uh, I miss, I believe the young lad can stay. He's not causing any harm. You can stick around here, son. And I was like. Fucking Gene awesome. Simmons takes up for me. And I looked at that bitch and I'm like, I started taking pictures. I was like, fuck you, man. I started taking pictures of Gene. It was fucking great. That's a true fucking story, man. Not the typical response I would have expected. I would imagine a millionaire, man. And Gene and Paul, I grew up listening to, I was a fan, I was a kid. You know, hell, I was Gene as a Halloween, you know, just. Meeting those guys, I was starstruck. Though I was just like a like a dork, but they were great guys, man. Those are the best. It was it, awesome. That's the only time I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I was it too, man. Catches you off guard yeah. when you meet him. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just a, a man on the street yeah. situation. But I got to meet, uh, gosh, I got to meet Gene Simmons, but it was a meet and greet situation. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't as 
cool as yours. I'll well, just say that. <laughs> yeah. And after, after you did the, all the interviews, she comes out and he gave me, he gave me a little bump, you know, the fist bump. I was like, nobody's going to believe this shit. <laughs> nobody's going to believe this. You know? As soon as I leave there, I'm going to all my friends. Look at this shit, man. I couldn't even, I, I, I didn't go to fucking work that day. That's how excited I was. Man. I was like, I'm calling in. I don't care. I just beat Gene Paul. <laughs> it was great, though. I got to see Kiss in uh, his early 2000s, a song with Aerosmith. Yeah. And it was yeah, I'll bet that was a good show. I'll bet that was a good show. I met Ace Freely too, and I met uh, I met uh, Peter Chris. I met, I met all the Kiss members. It was just Ace different was up, Yeah, Ace yeah. was down in Ardmore. Met him down there, and uh, Peter Chris was up here in Oklahoma City. Uh, and now Peter, he was a little different, man. You know, he was kind of an asshole, but I still met. met all, I met all the members of Kiss. I thought if my life ended now, I'm satisfied. To be fair, <laughs> uh, cats are kind of assholes. Yeah, yeah. They are. I mean, I got one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it likes to show me its ass hey, all you know day too. I don't. Something about, something about shitting in the box. I don't understand. You know. <laughs> I'm a dog person myself. Yeah, I'm yeah. Cats like you want to pet me? Come over here, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't going nowhere. Knock shit off of other shit. <laughs> no, you can go, come here, boy, come here. Come on, you come up, jump your lap. A cat will sit there and look at you like, what the fuck you looking at? Oh, man. <laughs> you when know? we come home, our, it's the first times our dog's ever seen us every time. Oh, yeah. Now, that's the thing about dogs you gotta love. You can be in the worst fucking mood and you come home, your dog's happy to see you. Yep. You know, he don't yep. make a fuck how bad the day you've had. He's happy to see you. I love that about dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as, okay, Kiss, obviously. Yeah. They're, they're, they're one of your big, yeah. you got like a big three, big five. Uh, Oh, like man. wise there i've got there's a band these guys right here mother love bone oh they, yeah they um sleeper cell band God, they man. died he died it, before andy they would andy wood is yeah. probably one of the my, my favorites you know uh, and here's another one a lot of people love him i love him david lee roth is one of my all-time uh, yeah front front men entertainers i've i've seen him so many times i've never met him but he was a big influence. Paul Stanley, big influence. Um, there's a guy, uh, Chris Whitley. He's a he's kind of an underground. Um, um, he's a, another big influence of mine, and uh, he's passed away now. But I'm friends with his brother through the internet now. Dan, Dan, he's a musician too, and, and it's kind of weird talking to Dan. You know, I'm thinking, you know, I was a real big fan of your brothers, and we, you know, we get to talking about he. And Chris invented a, a slide um, that half of it was taken off where he. Could, have it on, he could flip it around, half of it was on where he could play regular notes, and then turn it the other way, and it was a slide, you know. Oh, cool. He invented that, and I asked Dan, I said, well, how did he, how did he come up with that? Well, he got the idea ripped off, a major company got that his idea and stole it, and they're marketing it now, but I asked Dan, I said, how did he come up with that? And he goes, well, he's a... Went out and he goes, he destroyed one of my, my bicycles, did it? He took the handlebars off of a bicycle and, and sawed it and made him a slide out of it. And, and that piece he took, you know, he had one, one side was open for playing and the other was for slide. I thought that's a brilliant idea, nice. man. But yeah, he passed away. Chris Whitley, look him up. He's good. He's a really good, good artist, man. Cool, man. I, one of my big three, I think. It's weird how, like, as a guitar player, anyways, I'm, like, your, your influences around that. I wouldn't say the as soon as you started playing, but around that four to five years in, right? Once you start discovering those different mm -hmm. kinds of guitar yeah. players and music, those are the guys that always they they yeah, permanently see, like a little country, influence you. And mm -hmm. me, like my grandpa listened to like uh, Bob Wells and shit like that when we were growing up, and so I listened to a lot of you know, that kind of country stuff. And then uh, my dad listened to Merle Haggard and Johnny Paycheck, and yeah, but he also listened to the Eagles, and you know, my mom loved the Eagles, and and uh, so I had a little. A lot, I had there was no musicians in my family per se, but uh, 
a lot of music being played, you know, and Same. that's kind of how I got, and I, and I like the way music made me feel, you know, it always make me dance, mm. you know, or, or just, you know, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, I, you could be, hear a song, I can hear a song, like an old song, I can hear it, and I can, it'll take me right back to the place where I first heard it, man, dude, I can smell yeah. it, I can smell the place mm -hmm. I was at, I can, everything right some of the it, strongest man. memories are from and, music, yeah, a song, a song, yeah. take you some, somewhere, and that's what I try to do, these songs I, I, I wrote, take you somewhere you know so i've had grown men come up to me crying over a song i've written and hand me 20 that's, that's that song hit me. you wrote that for me you know what if it can move people if a song can move people and make them that's what i do that's why i write music right there it's it's to make you know if you can feel it that's what it's about man mm -hmm. that's a good feeling to have when you got somebody out there singing the words of one of your songs you know that's a good feeling yeah. you know i had a kid we played the uh, the uh, Bricktown Ballpark when you played a Harley Davidson's 100th anniversary, right? And uh, we were the first band to go on on the bill. And and there was probably, I don't know, there's a few, three, four hundred in stands, you know, 300, there's about 100,000 people at the, this, this event, but they're in, in the ballpark. There's, but I was playing a stadium, you know, it's great. I was on a big stage, a big sound system. And I'm playing a song, and I'm looking out there, and I see this like eight year old kid. He's he's with his mom, his brother, and he's singing words to my song, just going crazy, you know. I thought, this little kiss is pretty cool, you know. So <laughs> as soon as we got done playing, I run, I'm gonna go find this kid. I'm just gonna give him a CD and a shirt, you know, and I had the whole band sign it. So I was looking for him, I seen him walking out the door, man, and I, I ran up to him, me and my drummer, I go, Hey, hey, hey kid, you know. He turned around and said, I got I want you to have this. I seen you, you know, singing. I said, Here, here's a shirt for you and a CD and he, he starts bawling, crying. He couldn't even talk to me. He's so excited. And I go, he's all right? And his brother said, yeah, man. He, he begged mom to take us up here so he could watch you guys. He loves you guys. And it's, you just made his, his fucking day. And I was like, man, that's what it's about. You know, I, I started crying, actually. I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. I, was, I got yeah. emotional. And, well, and, uh, he's probably, he's probably 22, 23, 23 years old now. Yeah, but that's, it's that's, a great feeling. It's the best feeling in the world. And today. that's why we do this. Yeah, that's, 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 why that's, that's 100% this. Exactly. why we, yeah. musician, as a musician, it, it that's why is. you do it. It's do the it. best high moment right there. I did a lot of drugs, kids. <laughs> but playing music is the best high I've ever had in my yep. life. You can't, you can't well, bottle it. You can't inject it. It's just, it's part of you know. And that moment is. Oh man. You know, I've been on the receiving end of a moment like that yeah. with Metallica, and I got a couple of picks. I mean, I was front row, and and when the show was over, they came right in the front and they gave us all picks yeah. and shook our hands and everything. I'm like, to them, that's like a nameless face. It's a day at the office, but yeah. like, dude, that you you can really. Change a person's someone's life. Change a person's life yeah, yeah. by doing yeah. that. You, know? you can. Now, I grew up in a house divided. Like my mom was the rocker chick from the '80s, and <laughs> my my dad was this Johnny Cash kind of yeah. country yeah. guy. And my first concert ever, my dad. What took was your mom's to, name? Uh, Laura. No, no I'm kidding you, Laura. man. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm joking with you, man. <laughs> That's a joke. Oh. Sorry, no. I, you set yourself up for that. Hey, one. <laughs> She, she loves live. She's the reason I'm into live hey, music. You, know? you love your mother, man. You only got one mother. That's a fact, man. You only no, got one mother. Tell you uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My, my, my dad, he took me to my first concert ever. It was uh, Johnny Cash. Or not oh, Johnny Cash. Um, um, oh, God damn it. Johnny Patriot. The Possum. Um, oh, George Jones. George Jones. I can't believe yeah. I'm drawing a blank on that. Been drinking. Yeah. But <laughs> day drinking on Sunday. Why not? Yeah, why not? But uh, yeah, Ron White was the comedic act. That was the oh, best. Yeah, I love oh, him. yeah. But uh, yeah, so my first exposure to live music was country. Yeah. And it was over, it was indoors at the Lloyd Noble Center. And uh, and then my next gig was my mom took me to the Eagles. And that oh, was the yeah. first time I got That's to see good, man. Yeah. The Hell Freeze is over. Yeah. 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 And uh, that was the first time I saw a rock and roll show on like 
that level. Like, yeah, oh, hell like, yeah. Like, yeah, this is how big it the can big get. The big production, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. My first show was, <laughs> this was back in the 80s. I was in sixth grade, believe it or not. And my friend's mom took us, and my mom and dad didn't know that they were just going to go drop, you know, I was in sixth grade, didn't I say, and I think the oldest one of us there was in eighth grade. His parents just drop us off at the Myriad, fucking Myriad. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm, we're still, I'm 12 years old, whatever. We're going to see Loverboy and a band called Loverboy and the Hooters. And, and we're just, we're hellions, man. We're in a big arena in sixth grade. But that was the first show I went to, and it kind of changed my life, too, because I was like, that's pretty cool, you know? Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't have been left alone at 12. Uh, 12? Uh, my mom no. would have killed. My mom was no in hell letting me went to that show. She didn't know some, wasn't going to leave no supervision there. When that, that lady, she dumped stuff. Said, Y'all boys have a good time. Smoking a cigarette <laughs> in the jo- or joint, probably. Like, Y'all boys be careful, and I'll be back about midnight to pick you up. <laughs> we had a good time. Damn. <laughs> it was great, man. I didn't get to go to a concert by myself, so oh, I was man. driving. Or I was yeah. probably 15. I, I went to see Pantera. I think I was 16, yeah. Yeah. I got to see oh, Pantera. Would you see them at down the, It was at, well, what is, Coke, what was Coke, Myriad. Coke. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, reinvented still. I they had Pan- Morbid Angel. Okay, I see Pantera open it for Skid Row, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they blew Skid Row off the fucking oh, stage, yeah. man. <laughs> it was, I, I, if I'd have been Skid yeah. Row, I wouldn't even fucking play. Not a band you would ever want to follow. <laughs> I said, fuck it, I'm going home, man. Oh. It was great, man. I got to see those guys. That was a, that was a thrill, man. That was the first time I ever uh, took acid at a concert. Oh, wow. It was Pantera. Oh, wow. And I like it. I, I wasn't on the floor. I, I was on the first level. Oh, yeah, level. you were. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, all I kept saying was like, man, the floor looks like it's boiling. It's the floor oh, is boiling because of the mosh. Uh-huh. With Pantera, I mean, I don't think mosh pits like that will exist no, ever no, again. No, no, man. No, no. <laughs> No, I, I actually knew a friend that lost a tooth in one of those motherfuckers <laughs> and, and liked it. He fucking liked it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I lost a tooth in oh, the show, man. I saw several I said, people. It's like, that, that dude's nose has got to be broken. Oh, God. Oh, man. I, uh, yeah. It's just insanity. Yep. I saw Slipknot at, uh, at the oh, Diamond Ballroom. Slipknot gets him going. Back, back in like high school. And, yeah. Uh, and one of my friends, uh, yeah. he... he broke his like he broke his fucking leg like and he had like it was like bone like coming up and he took tape and he just like duct taped his fucking oh leg it was like God. I'm going back in the mosh we're like you gotta go to the hospital man and, like, yeah. and then there's another dude there's another dude in the same mosh pit and he's in a wheelchair and he just running around hitting people in the wheelchair and then there's a, then, and then uh, the, the show that whenever I saw the the dope show uh, there was a there's a dude that works at the at the diamond and he's uh, and he's on like a skateboard and he mm-hmm. has no legs and he walks around and he <laughs> gets in the mosh pit and he, like runs with his hands and like hits people sorry, dude, like sorry, tries man. to trip people and stuff with his hands like hey just, oh, man like I, I know you want to get on the action but I feel so bad hitting that guy oh my yeah. god <laughs> I don't care you come to you get down in the mosh pit I don't care if you fuck you're in a wheelchair or you got no leg I'm gonna knock your fucking head off. I don't give a shit. Motherfucker ain't gonna come hit me in a wheelchair. I'm gonna knock the fucking piss out of you, dude. You want, you want equal rights, motherfucker? You got it. See, I, I, I'm a little guy. I never really made it in the mosh pit, but I'd always uh, find the biggest buddy I got. I'd jump on his back and we'd just. I got bullies. Slipknot. Slipknot. Get me down one time. And they played the. First played the they were gonna play the Tower Theater down there at uh, 23rd Street. I think oh my. Exactly. When was this? this early? Was, this was. Uh, yeah, this was oh, early. Okay. Well, okay, this is the thing, right? The, the kids, all, we all show up, right? And uh, it's sold out. There's, I think there's too many people. He, the dude had too many fucking people I in there. I remember right? that. Okay, I remember check this. I'm up in the balcony, right? And Slipknot still ain't hit the stage yet. And these kids are getting really... That would act, be a act, horrible act, they're getting place fucking, for a gig They're like getting that. fucking pumped up. And they got the trash can shit out there. All this shit <laughs> the theater is set up, you know. 
Well, the fire marshal comes in and says, Slipknot's yeah. not going to be playing. And these fucking kids go ballistic. Right. They start ripping the fucking place apart. Dude. I'm, I'm, I'm panicking at this time. I'm thinking, we're fixing to get fucking killed in here. We take the fire escape out and jet it out. It made the news, man. They broke mm-hmm. out the fucking glass. I remember that. Ripped the fucking chairs up. They destroyed that fucking theater, man, because they didn't play. I remember hearing yeah. about that. That was crazy. I was there. I was at that show that didn't happen. Well, I yeah. mean, a Tower Theater, that had to be like on their debut album then. Well, what it was or is they owed, they owed the promoter a favor. So they come back wow. to do this show. They were big. They come back to do the show. Well, they showed it, that too many people in there and, they couldn't, and the fire marshal shut it down and there's like, they said bullshit. Them <laughs> kids fucking tore it up, dude. I mean, they they was ripping shit off the stage. That's, that's what I made. I made my old skate. Dip it down and shoot that's that. Terrifying. <laughs> I was outside smoking a cigarette, watching it on the news. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> to see a crowd change they that moment, were, you they, see a crowd change. Those kids were fucking pissed. It's man. scary, man. It was scary. I've seen it at the at the uh, zoo amp, and it was uh, I can't remember what kicked it off, but luckily we weren't up front. We were up oh, on the hill, yeah. and you could just see the entire. You could see the crowd shift from pissed to happy to pissed off. And yeah. I'm like, this is a very dark, bad, dark, bad, place, dark to be, place to yeah. be. Man, I, I, you, cool. I, I was trampled at a concert, a Def Leppard concert one time. It was there, I was down in the fucking very front, and I was I was probably drunk, and I slipped and I fell down. Right, well, they, the crowd was just kept moving closer and closer to the stage. I was on the fucking ground. I still got the shirt these days. Got the shoe prints on my fucking <laughs> shirt. I swear I got it, man. <laughs> Dude was stepping on. I, was, I thought I was gonna fucking die, man. And I looked up, and it's like an angel. I seen this bald-headed man, it's just slick skin, bald. You know, <laughs> pushed his arm down. I grabbed his arm. He pulls me up out of the fucking and saved my life. But I thought I was gonna fucking die, dude. They were trying, the people were yeah. stomping on me and didn't give a fuck, running over me. I was like, uh, 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 damn. <laughs> but yeah, he saved my life. <laughs> I'm glad he was there. It looked like Mr. Clean was there. He's like, glad he had he had a white suit on, bald head. I was like, I thought I was dead. <laughs> so a bitch came off the bottle. But he had to see it. He got out the fucking breath. I'm mud, I'm mud eating it. And I still got that death over shirt with a goddamn boot prints across it. <laughs> Shit. I should write a book, man. <laughs> That's one of those record scratch moments oh, of your life. You damn. just look up and you're like, I was, ah, fuck I was it. scared. Right, I was scared, man. Scared. I'm dying. It's right I'm here. I'm going to die rock and roll, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, you know, the, the most violent. Talk about Slipknot. <laughs> well, the most violent crowd I ever saw. And nobody, I mean, they got like fucked up bad but i mean there was probably some people got bruised was pantera yeah but it was it was still controlled yeah yeah it was it was crazy you didn't but have it was to control if you didn't want to be in there you know right. what i'm saying the, yeah. the the most violent crowd yeah. i ever saw that was turning was corn luckily oh, nothing shit, actually yeah. kicked off but it yeah. got very tense for mm-hmm. about the yep. last half of their set and uh yeah when when you start seeing that it's uh-huh. like all right we're gonna back up out of here yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got one for you shit it's here uh, chad so, oh, was it back in 2012, we played with Five Finger Death Punch at oh, the Brady oh, cool. Theater. So it was, we played first, then this other kid, little kid band, used to be a little kid band, uh, Black Tie. They played, and then it was Five Finger Death Punch. So we got treated like we were on the tour package, right? So it was three bands. <laughs> nice. Sold, almost damn near sold out show. What is that? It's like a 3,000 cap room, more than that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big cap mm-hmm. room, but uh, we got done playing, and uh, we got... You know, we just, I just had a pickup truck and a U-Haul trailer outside. So, you know, we were just like, oh, small time. You know, we didn't take yep. nothing of it. Pack that shit yep, up, like yep, throw our shit in yeah. there. Yep, yep. And then you know how you go outside to smoke and there's a big-ass crowd out mm-hmm. there? We just go we go strolling by it and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> just yanked us in. Dude, I, I was actually, at that moment, 
for a second, I was scared for my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was just people grabbing uh -huh. for us. Like, That's the thing. Physically Friends pulled felt... us in, and like, it was it was scary. I, I got one more story. My last story I'm going to tell for you fellas, but it's a good one. We ain't on no time. This is my kid, Rock. This is my kid. All right. I'm going to fucking tell it all. This is my kid, Rock, story. It was in 99. Uh, I'm in Mohawk Park in Tulsa. And uh, 40,000 people at this show. It was a big festival thing. It had uh, L7, uh, two, uh, not Tool, uh, who was, uh, I can't think of the group now. Anyway, Cold Chamber. There's a bunch of groups playing oh, this, wow, playing this show. Oh, wow. I heard that uh, name. The The Toadies. Yeah. The was playing. And yeah, I remember that. Kid Rock was uh, yeah. headlining. And uh, 40,000 people. Well, I'm sitting on 122nd Street in Oklahoma City with a friend of mine and my wife at the time and his girlfriend. We're drinking. Let's go see Kid Rock. I said, we ain't got no fucking tickets, dude. <laughs> We're going to go. So we jump in his RV, dude. We take an RV. We're hauling that. We go to Tulsa. We get to the show. Buck said, we're going to pretend, pretend like we're a, a, ministry, a band called Ministry. We had black, jet black hair, both oh, of us. And we put on these cowboy oh, hats, right? So we pull up in this RV, and, it's, and we go to the security checkpoint. And Buck's like, where do I need to go? I'm with Omni Lighting. We need to get this bus back here. It's about to break down. Oh, yeah. Come on through, sir. We go through. <laughs> we go through. We're still, I'm sitting in front. I go, well, we're still Omni Lighting. He goes, we're going to be Ministry this time. So we get a second, second checkpoint. Man, we're the band ministry. We're supposed to be on stage like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, so let me move this, this barrier for you. They move out the barrier. We, we drive this. The RV's smoking. I mean, it's smoking <laughs> fucking white smoke. It's clouding it, man. So we're driving along. Well, we're driving. People's walking back there. There's just lines of people walking. And I got a megaphone, and I'm fucking with them. Hey, dickhead. Hey, dickhead. I'm right. <laughs> you know, like the, like the clouds fair, you know. <laughs> anyway, so we come to the final checkpoint. Three fucking security checkpoints. Damn. And he uses the Omni Lottie thing again. Well, the cats open up the gates. We're in. We're fucking backstage Mohawk Park. 40,000 people here. We don't even have a fucking ticket to get in. We're, we're in backstage in an RV at that. Smoking RV. <laughs> so we pull up to this fucking this spot. We park it. But his, my friend's name Buck. He plays a band called 36 Inches. And uh, he pulls up this parking spot backstage with all the tour bus. A nice million dollar tour buses and shit. And all these bands got. And we're in a goddamn 30 foot <laughs> RV smoking. <laughs> We pull up, we park, we're like, we're going, yeah, we made it, we made it. Open up some beers and RV and shit, hanging out, and we just knock on the door. I go, oh shit, who's that? You know, I look out and I said, some guy's in a tuxedo, dude. He goes, well, open up, see who it is. So I open up and I go, yeah, can we help you? He goes, uh, yeah, you guys gonna be here all night? And I go, yeah, we're here for this whole show, bro. And he goes, I was just wondering, you're in Kid Rock's parking space, limousine spot. And if y'all's gonna be here, I'm gonna park behind you if you don't matter, if you don't, if you don't mind. I said, go ahead, dude, we're gonna be here all night. So. We're in Kid Rock's park. We take a, we had some, we had some backstage laminates from from old shows, like fucking ten years old. Buck said, "Well, let's put these laminates on. We're gonna go outside and walk around. Like we got backstage passes. Just turn them around. They'll we'll never notice." Fuck it. So we put them on. We're walking out, man. We got the like we're part of the fucking crew with bands and shit, you know. Go down to the green the, the this green tent. They had prime red beer, all kind of shit. And uh, there's a fucking beer line. I bet there's, I don't know, thousand people in each one. I mean, you couldn't see the end of it, right? And it's hot. It's hot as fuck, man. So <laughs> we go up, grab two beers a piece, you know, free. Like we've got our backstage passes on. I drop one. And I drop all these beers. The crowd, you can hear, it go, oh. <laughs> it's sweltering like I, mean, I, know, I just killed Jesus or something. You know? Oh. <laughs> and lo and behold, as I got my beer, we're walking off. I'm sipping my cold beer and looking at that long line, thinking I'm fucking in this motherfucker for free. Get see Kid Rock. This is a shit, you know. And I hear this. And in the far distance, there's somebody yelling my name. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And there's my friend Tommy Thompson, my old Sam, and he's. 
behind the chain link fence, smashed up against it. All I can see is his fucking face yelling, help me out, man, get back there. You know? So we go, up, we go up to Tom, and I'm like, I don't know if I can help you, bro. You know? Anyway, these people thought we were, some, they thought we were somebody. We're signing autographs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we have, we, we, we have, just because you have long hair, no shirt on, we're signing fucking autographs, taking pictures with fucking 40,000 people behind us. We get Tommy fucking in the show. Well, I'm looking for my wife. Man, I'm about half drunk at this time on free beer. And uh, I can't find my wife. I said, what the fuck happened? She got kicked out. They put her in. She didn't have a pass on when she's walking. I kicked out <laughs> general population. I go, 40,000 people. How in the fucking hell am I going to find my So I go out to the main crowd, right? And I'm like, looking for my wife. I can't find her. I'm like, fuck it. We'll find her in the, in the, in the show. I'll find her, you know. <laughs> she's on her own now. I go back. She's on top of the fucking L7, this chick rock band. On top of their tour bus, drinking with the fucking lead singer, drinking their Heineken on top of this fucking lawn chair on the tour bus. <laughs> How'd you get back in? I got my ways with the security guards. I go, you didn't. No. <laughs> I don't know what she did, and I never did ask her, but she got back in. <laughs> True story, though. True. I met, I met all of them. I Kid Rock. I met little Joe C. When he was alive, I met him. Oh, wow. I about broke Joe C.'s fucking hand. I was so excited. I was like, I went to grab it. I forgot he's a little man. You know, his hand was like a little baby hand. And I grabbed it, shake it. I felt something crunching and like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I met all those guys, took pictures with them. And, and it was, we, when we were rolling out of, of that fucking place, the sun was fucking coming up. I wish I had a camera of that smoking RV in that sunset or sunrise. <laughs> the sunrise at 6 in the morning. That's where fucking exiting Mohawk Park, all the trash, all the fucking shit everywhere. And here we are. Good time. We're still drinking. <laughs> Back to, back to Oklahoma City we go, you know. Yeah. That's a, that's probably one of the best stories uh, I can tell you, fellas. Hell, that's probably the last <laughs> era of like the, the oh, partying rock star tours. Nowadays yes, it's all it just was business. Awesome, the, but when mm -hmm. Kid Rock came on stage, he came on in a he was riding a four wheeler on that this long plank to the stage. And I'm gonna I said, Oh hell he's on, you know, I'm fixing I'm gonna run down this right to the side of the stage and watch him. Well I'm running full speed down this grassy knoll to to the to the stage. <laughs> And uh, they have these uh, this canopy over the stage with long wire cables yeah. poked in the ground to hold it down. Well, I didn't see those motherfuckers. And I'm running top speed to go see Kid Rock with a beer in hand. And I hit one of those fucking wires and Buck said the, <laughs> the canopy went... <laughs> <laughs> Four flips, <laughs> come up with my half beer still. Now I kept on rocking, never missed the beat. <laughs> True story, can't make that shit up. <laughs> oh, this was a good time, fellas. <laughs> man, all right, then. Uh, I can't wait for it to come back, man. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm I mean, ready. I'm, I'm ready for a concert, man. We, that's like me and my wife. That's our. That's our good time. Yeah. That's, that's what yeah. we do to. That's, that's me. Yeah. Me, yeah. Me and what you got now? Fucking uh, casinos. Fuck that shit, man. I'm ready to some shows. Some of them could put on good gigs. But no, I, well, that, I'm just talking about as entertainment oh, going to yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to, you know, I, I, to me, this, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I, I, man. Uh, we, and the one thing we haven't done is the, full, see music. the full Rocklahoma. Mm -hmm. I mean, a, a three day investment's, uh, that'll beat you up. I haven't man, done it yet, but I, I mean. I haven't done it either. <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been to Rocklahoma yet. I oh, I, one time I don't like we heat, played though, yeah. the campground. I was oh yeah, early we played in the campground. That was just it. That's all I needed to see. I was like, ah, was that one day? Were you there one day, or did you do all three? Yeah, it was, it was just the last day. Oh yeah, I just don't think I'm a real clean person, and I'm not much on tent sleeping. I really. If ain't. you got an RV, if you and got I, an yeah, RV, you got an air yeah. conditioner, some rain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. That's my camping. <laughs> I like that kind of camping. 
But I don't like that tent shit. Yeah. Put an artist in the forest on the forest. Yeah, people camp. like, I'm going to go. You leave that motherfucker the third day. There's some stinking ass motherfuckers. And if it rains, fucking forget it, man. You won't be trying to pick it up no date on that third night. But if I ever got asked to play it, well, oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would never say that. Never. Wouldn't even think about it. I would. Yeah. I'd play it. That, that was a. It's a very cool place. Yeah, yeah, it's a Dallas, very cool deal. Is it Dallas the Starplex? You ever been down there? Yeah. Usually when you're going to a concert, there. That's on I mean, the fairgrounds, right? Yeah, they always have a band playing outside the concert. Oh yeah. Well. You know, yeah. Just to entertain people while they're going in to watch the show. You know, I went to see David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar there. Great fucking time. Oh, I bet. Yeah. What was that on the like, Best of Both Worlds tour? Uh, well, they did that. The you know they both uh, did the. They were no neither one of them were in Van Halen anymore, so they oh, they, they okay. booked up together. And went out on tour. Well, Sammy comes around and tells, says how big dickhead David was on tour with you. But they still toured, made the money. It was a money thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a fucking good show, man. It was good. That's good. And a good time. Okay. Hell yeah, man. Oh, well, dude, we could go on concert stories. Oh, oh yeah. all night long. Yeah, say, yeah. Everything from that was so awesome yeah. to that was a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk all night about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got one more track of mine to play? Yeah, man. Well, let's, uh, let's hear this song lately. Lately, well, we were no, talking about suitcase, 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 yeah, suitcase. suitcase. Yeah. with man, Will featuring Will Galbraith. Did not, <laughs> yeah, ah. I told you, all right, suitcase yeah. featuring Galbraith. Will Galbraith, here Will. we go. All right.
That's good. Yeah. That's a good tune. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah man. Suitcase is a good song. So the name of the album is uh, Painting My Eyes? Painting My Eyes is the name of the album. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, let, let's hear it, man. As far as like any upcoming uh, projects, gigs, or yeah. any promotions, you want plugs, I, anything else? I have else here. one. It's with Elizabeth Turner in the premiere. Um, I'm going to play a song with her um, called Trainwreck. Uh, Otis played on the song on the album, actually, but I'm going to play, his, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to play his part, but I'm going to play the acoustic lick of it, and that song, and it's on May the 1st at the Bell Isle, and uh, I think it starts at 7 or seven or 8, I can't remember, but it's a, this is a, a totally new experience for people, I mean, it's got, it's got um, acting in it, it's, it's kind of a script, but there's, it's 80% rock and roll, 20% uh, acting, and there's different characters involved. It's it's really a cool experience to come out and, and you can you can get online and order your tickets on the uh, uh, Elizabeth Turner premiere um, page, and order you got to order tickets on there. But do come to that. It'll be really cool for people. They won't have seen nothing like it, man. That's May. All the cool kids are going to be there. When is that? That's on May the first. May the first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I was going to play there with her, and uh, hopefully she's supposed to come out to my show tonight and help me out with the song Flowers. But I don't. I hope she comes out. And she's a beautiful woman too. And a really cool chick. Really sings really good. So that's what I'm plugging. <laughs> I did it for you. <laughs> cool. You got an Instagram uh, or Facebook or anything like that? Just uh, my Facebook. So Johnny Hollis. Um, you can go on YouTube and check some stuff out, some videos I have on there. Um, uh, but as far as my shows, I have anything booked after that May 1st show. No, I, I take that back. I do. I'm playing um, on the... Uh, 420 on 420 that the pot day you know there's yeah, a big yeah. dispensary down in Paul's Valley Oklahoma it's called Smacked I believe I'm going to be playing there um I don't, I don't know the time on it you know, I'll have it soon I'll post it on my page on my Facebook page but, okay yeah we'll tag you yeah. and everything here, but I'm going to so. play that so and they're giving away out big special pot specials and the license for $35 you know and stuff like that so That'd be a good one. It's a long drive mm-hmm. from here, but not that far. Just 30 minutes, maybe. Paul's, Paul's, Paul's Valley. Valley. Yeah, it yeah, ain't too far from so here. So it ain't that far, you know. No, if you drive bad. real fast, it's really drive nice. real fast, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, I guess I do have some shows coming up. Anyway, sorry, that's it. That's it, bro. Very cool. What about the Soul Crisis page? Anything going on there? Or are you guys kind of just waiting uh, to see what happens? Well, uh, we've, we've been in communication with each other and just trying to get uh, a time figured out, you know, one day every week. Right. That we can get together, I, grease the wheels a little, yeah. and, and come up that get bluegrass back project, together. right? Y'all got a bluegrass album coming out. Yo, bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm just playing. I love, I love you guys, man. Y'all guys. I wrote it for those guys before, actually. Yeah, I, I, I know I've seen you guys play. Oh, you yeah. probably I just because yeah. as soon as he said that that name, I was like, I know that. I, I've seen mm-hmm. that and through I, the yeah. years, man. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it used to be like any big, yeah, inter, the, the big national band that came through, we'd you know we'd be on it. We you know yeah we we were super active, but uh, you know with the COVID that thing, your balls for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But we did that tour and like we were hot and heavy. Did that tour mm-hmm. and then you know. Uh, kind of started doing more recording and stuff like that, and yeah. laid back off of it. And then COVID happened, so yeah. now we got to get the wheels all greased up, get it back solid, and then hopefully, hopefully there'll be some big shows come. Through and hopefully, I won't be roadie for you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just good to hear the bands yeah. are, are coming back together. We still want to do it. Still want to do it. We still want to do it. Absolutely. The, the want to is definitely yeah. there. So That's... Oklahoma's got some good musicians in, in this state that's for sure man Some yeah, really good I, musicians i'm curious to see how once everything gets settled after everybody's been transplanted and moved around how like what scenes are going to pop up where mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting to see how how the chips are going to fall yeah 
Exactly. All right. Well, the fans don't care. They'll fucking go anyway. But it's just yeah. the uh, you know, politics of thing. You know, I guess you know yeah. they're, they're yeah. keeping people out. But. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and I think once once this COVID thing it's, really starts, it to needs to pass. Dilute. Really does. You know, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get back in the yeah. swing of things. I think things are starting to pop up now. So. You know, it's it's putting the electricity in yeah. the air. Thank you guys for having me, me and Chad on here. Dude. Man, this has been a blast. I've yeah. had a fun I'd time. I'd like to have you all back. All right. Oh, this is the easiest conversation sure. I think we've had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a fun. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. It's been real fun, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Thank you all, right. all for doing Johnny this. Hollis and Chad Carr. I'm yeah. glad to have you guys, man. Thank we'll have you all back, Thank man. This is awesome. Thanks, Thanks man. Absolutely. Shout out to Aranda. They're back on stage. Yeah. I got to see them last night. If you guys hear them coming through, definitely go see them. Jonathan, take us out. All right, uh, so the Local Earshot Podcast runs on the value for value system. That's time, talent, and treasure. We value your time for listening. Um, we greatly appreciate anybody that listens right now because uh, it's it's mostly you know a lot of artists and stuff are listening, but if we have a lot of fans and stuff to support these artists, it would be awesome. Uh, and then um, talent, basically, if you're an artist, if you're in a band, if you are in production if you are anywhere inside the industry if you own a bar venue any of that kind of stuff we want to talk to you we want you to come on the show kind of tell us your story and uh just get people turned on to what you are doing for a living uh treasure we do the value for value system it's uh basically like we give value to you and then you give us back value that could be uh, any type of content that you think that we should listen to, if there's an artist that you want us to listen to, you can email me at john at localearshot.com. And, uh, and then if you want to donate, you can go to donate uh, or uh, localearshot.com slash donate. Um, and, I mean, and then you can uh, just do like a little donation there. We take crypto, we take um, Vitmo and uh, like, uh, what is it, the other, like cash app, stuff like that. So... Um, greatly value your time and everything uh, for listening and we definitely value our guests you know for coming on and, and sharing their stories uh, yeah uh, as for like play out we're, we're gonna we're gonna actually play out the track you just sent me what was the name of that track flowers flowers uh, we're the, gonna yeah. play out flowers and uh, and cool. I'm just gonna add it here at the end and then we will we'll have the show thank you fellas again but, uh, hey, thank man. you thank, thank you for listening and I'll, I'll just add one more thing uh if you're in these guys type of situations things have been displaced in 2020 i know a lot of guys are looking to start a band again or looking for new members of bands that have broke up or members left things happen you know so if you're if you're in that situation and you're out there and you're you're wanting to start a project and you want to come on and and talk about it feel free to to reach out to us so um We'll we'll end it on the song uh, "Flowers." Yeah, Hollis. Thank you. Check it Have out, guys.
Flowers grow. Watching flowers.